0: Welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner, here again with my good friend, the gentleman rabbit Uncle Wiggily. This particular story that I'm going to be reading to you today is from one of the many books by Howard R. Garris about this wonderful character that we love to read about. This is from Uncle Wiggily's storybook, and this particular book has 36 stories. Well, I'm just going to read one of them today, but I hope it's one that you will enjoy. It's about Uncle Wiggly and the Bad Dog. So once again, you know, I always want you to sharpen up your hearing mechanism, get those ears ready to listen, and most of all, get your mind's eye ready to visualize so that you can see the characters as I read them to you. Once upon a time, about as many years ago as it takes a lollipop to slide down the back cellar door. There lived in a kennel, not far from Uncle Wiggily's hollow stump bungalow, a bad dog. And the bunny rabbit gentleman more than once wished that this dog would always stay in his kennel or remain chained in front of it so he couldn't get loose. For that dog said Uncle Wiggily to Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy, is the pest of my life. Every time he sees me, he chases me. He isn't at all like Jackie and Petey Bow Wow or old dog Percival. Why don't you just scratch some sand and some gravel at him? Maybe that would work, asked the muskrat lady housekeeper. Well, I just don't think that that would work. That just wouldn't be enough. Then you must be very careful if you go off in the woods today looking for an adventure, said Miss Fuzzy Wuzzy. I will, promised the bunny gentleman. Away he hopped on his red, white, and blue striped rheumatism crutch and his tall silk hat. And this time Uncle Wiggily took with him his glasses, which he sometimes wore in order to see better. And I want to see the very best I can today, said Mr. Longears to himself as he hopped along. I want to see that bad, unpleasant dog before he sees me. Uncle Wiggily was skipping along, thinking perhaps that he'd better pick a bunch of violets and take them to the lady mouse teacher in the hollow stump school, when all of a sudden there sounded through the woods a loud, woof, woof, that isn't the fox, nor yet the wolf, nor even the Skillery Scalery Alligator, said Uncle Wiggily, looking round the corner of the mulberry bush. I think it must be that savage dog. And surely enough it was. And a moment later the dog came bursting through the bushes, barking and growling and heading straight for Uncle Wiggily. "'I'll make believe I'm playing baseball and try for a home run,' said the rabbit gentleman to himself. And through the bushes, turning and twisting this way and that, he ran for his hollow stump bungalow. Uncle Wiggily reached it only just in time, for as he hopped up the steps and closed the door, locking it, the dog jumped over the gate.' "'My goodness me! Sinks alive and a basket of soap bubbles!' cried Nurse Jane. "'What's the matter, Wiggily? Is the house on fire?' "'It's that dog chasing me!' panted the bunny, for he was quite out of breath. "'The idea! How impolite of him!' exclaimed the muskrat lady, and she shook her broom out of the window at the bad chap. "'Well!' "'You got away from me this time, but the next time I'll get you,' growled the dog as he slunk away. "'Why is he so anxious to catch you?' asked Nurse Jane, as Uncle Wiggily sat down in an easy chair to rest. "'Oh, I guess he'd chase any of the animal folk he saw in the wood,' answered the bunny gentleman. "'He'd chase Sammy or Susie Littletail, the rabbits?' Johnny or Billy Bushytail the squirrels, and I'm sure he would make Lulu, Alice, and Jimmy Wibblewobble, the duck children, lose their feathers in trying to flutter away from him. It's too bad, said Nurse Jane. You ought to speak to old Percival the police dog about him. He's a bad chap. I shall, said Uncle Wiggily. He did, too. But the bad dog was so sly that old Percival couldn't catch him. Uncle Wiggily also spoke to the little dog, whom he had saved from having a tin can tied on his tail just recently. I'll tell this savage dog to let you alone, the little chap promised. But all this did no good. Every time the bad dog saw Uncle Wiggily in the woods, he chased the rabbit gentleman, and once nearly caught the bunny. I don't know why this dog was so unpleasant and mean toward Uncle Wiggily. I guess maybe the dog didn't know any better. Perhaps he thought Uncle Wiggily didn't like dogs. But Mr. Longhears did, especially Jackie and Peetie Bow Wow, the little puppy chaps. Well, as it happened, one day, the people who owned the big savage dog that always chased Uncle Wiggily, went away on a visit, and they went in such a hurry that they left the dog chained to his kennel, and they forgot to leave him any water to drink or food to eat. At first, the dog was not hungry, but later in the day, when it was time for him to have a meal and some water, that dog began to feel very unhappy. Wo whoa. whoa, whoa he barked, trying to call someone out to feed him and to pour some water in the sun-dried pan. But no one came, and the dog grew more hungry and so thirsty that his tongue hung down out of his mouth. Just about this time, Uncle Wiggily was going through the woods on his way to the six-and-seven-cent store to get Nurse Jane a spool of thread. The bunny rabbit heard the barking of the dog and started to run, for he knew that voice. But as he paused to listen and find out from which direction the sound came, he couldn't run away from it. Instead, he was running toward it. Uncle Wiggily heard a voice saying, Bow well. Oh, I'm hungry. I am. How thirsty I am. It was the savage dog speaking. And Uncle Wiggily, of course, understood animal talk. Even better now th- that he'd learned that he had a kind of special way of understanding even what boys and girls said. Hmm, so that dog is hungry and thirsty, is he? Said the bunny to himself. Well, why doesn't he go and dig up some of the bones he must have buried? And why doesn't he go to the duck pond and get a drink, I wonder? Uncle Wiggily thought there was something strange about this, and as the barking and the animal-talking voice of the dog did not come any nearer, the bunny hopped over to see what was the matter. There he saw the savage dog, fastened by a heavy chain to his kennel, with nothing to eat, no water to drink, and no one to bring him any. "'Oh, how hungry and thirsty I am!' barked the dog. "'Oh, are you?' politely asked Uncle Wiggily, looking out from behind a stone. He was not afraid to be near the bad dog, for the savage chap was chained and couldn't get loose. "'Yes, I'm very thirsty and hungry,' cried the dog, "'but of course I don't expect you to feed me or give me any water.' I've been too bad to you. I've chased you too often. I can't ask you to help me. I don't see why not, said Uncle Wiggily politely. If I were ill in my bungalow with rheumatism and Nurse Jane wasn't there to wait on me and you came along, wouldn't you give me a drink of water? The dog thought a moment before answering. Then he sort of drooped his tail, sorry-like, and softly said, Yes, I believe I would. Then, said the bunny gentleman, I'll bring you a drink. And if you'll tell me where you have buried some bones, I'll dig them up for you, since I can't loosen your kennel chain to let you dig them for yourself. Oh, how kind you are. "'said the dog. "Uh, uh, uh, "'I really don't don't deserve this.' "'Stuff and nonsense,' (laughs) laughed Uncle Wiggily. "'We all make mistakes. "'That's why they put erasers on the end of lead pencils,' "'as someone has said. "'I'll help you when you're in trouble.' "'Then the bunny found himself a coconut shell, "'and dipping this in the nearby brook, "'brought water to the thirsty dog.' And when he had taken a long drink, cooling his parched and hot tongue, the dog pointed to where he had buried some bones, behind the barn. Uncle Wiggily dug up the bones with his paws, which were made for just such work, and carried them to the dog. Oh, I can't thank you enough, said Gurump, which was the dog's name. And I promise, Mr. Longhears, that I'll never chase you again. Thank you, (laughs) laughed the bunny as he hopped on to the three and four cent store. I hoped you wouldn't. So, this teaches us that it doesn't hurt the needle to put the thread in its eye. And if the apple doesn't jump out of the dumpling and try to hide in the chocolate cake when it ought to take the pie to the moving pictures, then... I'll come up with another story to tell you about Uncle Wiggily the very next time. Well, I think that was a fun story with a very clear point to make to us. I've enjoyed reading it to you. I hope you've enjoyed listening and using your imagination to see that rough dog and Uncle Wiggily and Nurse Jane Fuzzy Wuzzy. And then you'll join me again for another story next time on Aunt Blanche's Story Corner.